My name is Zach Hansen. And I'm Dawson Kaiser. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to the Grove City College Student Spotlight. Today, we are speaking to the great, the wonderful, guest. Liam Hill. He, oh. That's me. <laughs> That's you. Liam, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Liam. Last name is Hill. I'm uh, middle name is Foster. Middle name Foster. That's important too. Uh, I'm a student here at Grove City College, a senior about to leave and uh, follow whatever path in life. Other than that, straight out of Canton, Ohio. Straight out of Canton, Ohio. Don't I want to get out of Canton, Ohio? So. <laughs> okay. Our last guest guest was from Toledo, right? Yeah. Yeah. How what, how would you rank the small towns in Ohio? The small towns? Yeah. Well, I mean, Canton really isn't that small. Is it big? Well, it's not very big, not compared to like Akron and Cleveland, I'm pretty sure. But yeah. I haven't, I don't really know a lot about Toledo. I just know there's a Canton for each direction, and I'm mostly central Canton, so I'm in, what is, right in the middle. What is your opinion of Skyline Chili? Skyline Chili uh, versus, what's the other one, Gold Star? Yeah. They're pretty good. <laughs> Both of them? Both of them, I don't know. I they're only really I've only really had them in Cincinnati actually. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I guess the main staple is Swenson's where Swenson. I'm at in Ohio. Swenson's is very good. Okay. Yes. They make broth too. Broth at Swenson's? <laughs> I don't know. Is that are you talking about the, I don't know what you're talking about. I have Swenson's chicken broth in the fridge right now. No, it's it's like a have you ever been to Sonic? Oh, I'm totally have no idea what you guys are talking about. Never mind, okay. ignore yeah, me. Yeah, it's like Sonic, but <laughs> I mean, they make, much better. They might make chicken broth. If I ask, boil some chicken. Y'all got any broth? <laughs> yeah. Um. So you are a psychology major, right? Yes, I yes. am. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the psychology program at Grove City. Uh, it's very uh, helpful, very in depth. I've learned a lot. In comparison, I've uh, during my junior and senior years of high school, I went to two different local universities or somewhat local universities to take college courses and both of them were I would say considerably easier but definitely not as in-depth as a psychology program here I've definitely learned a lot um, in the various different classes there are there are many different classes uh, many different pathways to choose from if you want to specialize like in marriage and family there's classes that you can take for that to help prepare you for any future education uh the nice thing about the program is that you get some more hands-on research experience through advanced research methods mm -hmm. you actually go through i'm not going to get into what it is but the institutional review board uh, you produce a study and then uh, test it, get result, get results, then test those results, and put together a poster presentation where you can have the opportunity to actually uh, present it mm -hmm. at a big conference. Not happening this year because, well, I think it might be happening on online, but Teams. Well, yeah, Teams, something <laughs> like that, because you know, Corona. I don't want. There's a lot the of people dirty, that show dirty up to these. COVID nineteen. Yeah, we don't want that. To taint the air. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, so it sounds like the, the psychology program here is pretty hands-on. Yeah, there's definitely a lot. Um, another thing that really helps is the fact that the student body is small. It's not a bad thing. That's good because mm -hmm. there's only like – well, it depends on the class. I have one class. There's only, I think, 
seven or eight people in it, and then I have another psychology class that's about 20 people, and I, you get to know all your professors personally. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, when I was a freshman, I was actually a part of one of the psychology studies. Um, do you, can you talk about how they actually um, allow students to become part of the studies and part of the research? Well, it it's part, I guess, allowed because it passes the ethical review board, and then you can start looking for your sample, which mm-hmm. is the, the people you will be testing. Yeah. So it's not a matter – it's a matter of, like, where they actually take the sample from. They just take it to the general student body. They might send out an email. The preferable method is going into psych classes and saying, here, if you do this study, you get extra credit. (laughs) And that really helps. And I remember that is uh, a source of some extra credit in the past. Mm -hmm. That's usually how they get their samples. But yeah. yeah. Have have you like worked on any like really fun ones? Like I know I did one and I I don't remember what, if it was for like, so it may not have been, I don't know if it's psychology or I think it was, it might've been for like the, um, physical education or something like that but it was like we went in and we looked at pictures of like men drinking beer and then like super jack guys working out and it like we're like asking mm-hmm. us about like our perception of like manhood in relation to like alcohol consumption or something i, I would but, say like, that that's more psychology i think it was i think yeah. it would have been psychology but have you can you like think of any that you've like worked on or like heard of or gone to or A, like interesting like, interesting studies yeah um, I'm ones that I've specifically gone to here at campus are just interesting ones in general because there's definitely plenty of like interesting uh, studies. Let's try to keep it in the world of Grove City. Um, uh, that's that's a tough one. I usually just kind of phase out and just go to the studies for the extra credit. When I'm when I'm not the one conducting it, I just go for the extra credit. And usually, it's a, a thing is it's, it's hard to see what they're studying. You really yeah. don't. You want, just do the, They don't just, tell. They don't tell you what you they're don't, studying. In part, you don't want your sample the people you're testing Beware. to know because then they might change their behavior. What's it? What's to, that called? There's like an answer for the H. H. Yeah, it's like it's like an ethnography, right? No, uh, no, no, no. It's just it's, um, it, it's more they well. What the phenomenon is is when people uh think that there's something being tested, so they're testing like, I don't know. For example, quantitative and qualitative. That's what yeah, it is. So if they know exactly what is being tested, then they might want to change their behavior to go yeah. in line with whatever side maybe they right. think is better rather than giving their absolute honest opinion. So sometimes there's distractor questions. Sometimes uh, maybe they'll throw in another scale to kind of trick people off. So there might be one about, this is just completely arbitrary, but there might be a study where they're looking to see marriage attitudes and they might throw in a scale on on anxiety and it's not necessarily pertaining to it, but you don't really know necessarily what they're studying for, just distractor questions in general. Yeah, I watched a Law and Order episode where they did the guy did that, and he was able to falsify the. What's it? What's the truth test they do? The truth test. <laughs> yeah, what's the, the lie scribbly? detector? Yeah, the lie, lie detector. detector. Oh, yeah. lie detector. Yeah, a polygraph. That's polygraph. That's what it is. Yeah. That's the official it, name for the that, truth. The, that's the truth test. <laughs> the truth test. The truth test. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> sorry. I feel like we're getting like on a rabbit hole, but it's fun. So, um. So you kind of mentioned like uh, getting to know your professor super well. So uh, like how, how big is the department and like what are the relationships that you have with your professors kind of? Um, I know 
I've heard you talk some about it. Some of them seem pretty unique. And oh, I can talk about all of them. That's I love awesome. them all. Go for it. Um, I, I'm pretty sure... Okay, so I need to count out on my hands. So one, two, three, four. You have a lot of hands. Five, six. Yeah, six I got hands. six hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll just go off by names. Um, so uh, Dr. Homan, um, she does a lot of interesting research on uh, women's body perceptions. Oh, and cool. uh, one line of research that is very interesting is she studied... Uh, perception of i'm pretty sure relations with god and how that acts as a buffer towards self-image for women she does a lot oh. of body image stuff and it was very impressive some of the stuff i was discussing with her and i'm pretty sure there was some individuals in japan i believe who wanted to use her study or try to replicate it or they're asking some sort of question i don't know exactly i feel kind of ashamed or not <laughs> but, uh, shame, she, Liam, she, shame she was great she was um i'm trying to think what classes i have taken with her i think i took a adult development with her very interesting class um talks about like the lifespan uh, of adult development throughout as well as i took advanced research methods with her she's one of the professors that teaches it and she was very helpful with the process as well as uh, putting everything together. Um, there's lots of different parts of the IRB. That's a big portion before you can actually get into the study itself. So she's been incredibly helpful. I'm just going by the way I see their offices in my head. So she's on the far right. And then to the <laughs> you left. Have, you don't have to go into detail. <laughs> not, every... I, won't go into, I won't go into the <laughs> okay, I'll, okay. I'll say something small because they all okay. deserve it. They all uh, yeah, that's it. true. <laughs> um, uh, Don, uh, Joe Horton, he's my advisor. I love the man. I'm currently in marriage and family assessment intervention. He knows a lot about uh, marriage relations. Uh, very great guy. He's been very supportive. And he's, I can't, I don't know. The rest of the professors, I imagine they'll all be incredibly supportive, but he's my advisor, so I do spend a lot of time talking to him about uh, futures, oh, and cool. he has recommended so many great things. Very fun to talk to as well. He teaches Psych 101, and that one's a big class. It's, yeah. as he says, a, a mile wide but an inch deep. You cover a lot of information, but you don't go in depth. It exposes to you a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. um then dr throckmorton i love the man too had a clinical experience i think he got an award for like counselor of the year in ohio probably don't we don't need to say anything just say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's good he's good at what he does that's what you need to know um very fun to talk to as well and i believe he actually helped start the the uh counseling center here oh that's cool um and then the chair dr siebold i love him as well uh, he deals a lot more with the uh, neuro, the neurological things, the different structures of the brain. Yeah. Um, and then a couple other mentions. I don't know if they're in the psychology department or just Dr. Welton. He does a lot of uh, statistics, which is very important in research. Right. And very in advanced statistics, which I'm taking now, incredible. Um, oh, very explains everything very well and overall great time i don't think i'm missing anyone and i don't want to go too crazy long but overall i have good experiences with all of them i feel like you would like hang out with your professors you, i like, would love to i really would i do I, you ever hang out with your like do you just go in and like talk about like oh yeah you could just as long as the office hours even when office hours isn't open that's not something i should probably say but 
because they might not like that. But uh, even when office hours are an open, but they into their office at all times. Yeah, of the day. yeah, and you know, I go talk to them about uh, psychology. You know, you can get to know your professors personally, and I would totally love to hang out with them. Honestly, I don't. I had never really asked, but honestly, just get a coffee, talk about psychology. Ask them over to hang out in your dorm. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, come cook, come to the apartments. I'll cook for you. No, no, I, that would not fly, especially with Corona stuff going on. <laughs> Um, but yeah, a great experience. Like I talked to them in the halls, talked to them after class, talked to them in office hours and emails. Mm -hmm. They're all very supportive and they all specialize in something different. So you get multiple perspectives. Yeah, it's a broad range of you. Do you have any advice for students who are looking at Grove City for their psychology program? Advice? Yeah. Like what would you say to uh, a prospective student that's coming to Grove City for psychology? I would say come here, definitely. Uh, this is a lot more of an education that you'll get anywhere else. And the social aspect, being able to actually converse with your professors is very good. Um, you won't get that opportunity at very many other universities. Uh, in general, I've been much more impressed by the teaching techniques as well as what I actually learn in the class than in comparison to the previous university or yeah, they're, I think they're both universities that I went to. Mm -hmm. um, very unimpressive, just basically read off PowerPoints, but uh, the professors actually know what they're talking about. And if you have questions, they can most likely give answers. And I've been very satisfied with that. So if you really want a good understanding of psychology, I would definitely suggest coming here. One word of advice, be prepared to work. Mm -hmm. It isn't the most fun, but if you like learning, then it is fun. Just be prepared to work. This isn't a standard university where, you know, you just kind of mess around for four years. You definitely need to put in the work, and the work hopefully will reward you mm -hmm. if you do so. Yeah. Has it been rewarding for you so far? Oh, definitely. Um, if I went to any other university and didn't have the social aspect where I can actually talk to someone who knows what they're talking about, and if I was just a number like one in 300, I would not be very happy and mm -hmm. it would not be worth a cent. Yeah. Uh, but here I can actually say I'm actually educated. Yeah. yeah. Not just having, not just getting a, a piece of paper after four years and paying, you know, $40,000, but actually gaining something from it. Yeah. You probably leave a lot of contacts too. Like, like, um, I guess we're going to talk about this later, but I know you got, <laughs> like, you kind of have like a inter, a, internship thing you're kind of trying to do oh yes like, and i feel like i feel like especially with psych like it's really useful having those contacts and like i don't know yes do you want to talk about the internship right. yes yes no that's all right <laughs> yeah. yeah actually that that's i'm glad you brought that up because i completely forgot about one psych professor because she her office is in zerby okay dr suzanne hauck Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. She's she's in. I'm pretty sure plays a big role there, and she teaches some other uh, classes as well. And she's integral to the internship process. You go to her; she'll help you get credits for it. Um, there's other things you need to do other than just the internship. You might need to write like a journal as well as like what substantial knowledge have you gained or skills. Um, she's the one who helps with that, and there's definitely a lot of. I mean, the main place nearby is George Jr. Republic um, that she actually uh, told me about. And 
I've already, even though I, I haven't actually started yet, it's just been very long process, but I'm gaining so many like certifications and other things. It's very nice. I think not only to put on a resume, but just to have in general, I don't know if I should lift, I shouldn't list off anything for the sake of it's like rapid fire, like 10 seconds. Go. Yeah, rapid fire, no. Basically, just things that are all useful to have if yeah. you're Certifications looking, are great if you're looking to gain or enter into a career in any mental health profession. So, so what do you do or will be doing at uh, George Jr. Republic? We'd like a follow-up maybe and, and, like if, and do like a spotlight and be like, remember Liam Hill? This is for <laughs> now. You know, but I don't know how much I, I mean it's just a matter of confidentiality and I really want to respect that that's another yeah. thing you'll learn in psychology um, is uh, basically there's multiple different units they just help kids who are in bad positions in life yeah so you, so you're working with children trying to help them I, yeah, that, that is what I will be doing yes okay. yeah um, there's um, a lot that you learn throughout the process of applying um and hopefully i'll learn a lot while i'm actually there yeah um it's been a very good process especially because uh george jr has been have has had and i think has students from grove city come there and they all love their all the grove city kids love their experience mm -hmm. and they love the grove city kids because they work hard and i don't think they really have any issues which they love to hear that but um yeah Awesome. Are you excited to do that? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I I haven't started yet, so, so we'll see how much you're not yeah, sure what it's expectations look like. versus reality. Oh, well, I think I will. Well, we'll see. Yeah. I, I guess I'm, it's a good, I mean, hopefully if that's what you're looking to do after school. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, there's definitely a lot. I mean, people, once you get an understanding in psychology, you realize how many career paths there are for psychology. There's so many... There's social psychology. There's different specializations in mental. There's mental health. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, yeah. counselors, and then there's specializations. You know, maybe addiction, maybe clinical, where you're dealing with like depression, anxiety, maybe uh, marriage and family. Um, mm -hmm. There's just a lot to it. Do, does Grove City do a good job of exposing the student to all those um, different fields of psychology and giving them opportunities to learn in those fields? Oh yes, uh, as I said earlier. All the uh, professors have diverse backgrounds. So like Throckmorton is clinical and he teaches some of the clinical courses, um, abnormal psychology and psychology of personality, which are very, um, or at least to my understanding, important to individuals looking to pursue a career in that, as well as I took a counseling seminar mm -hmm. and intro to professional counseling with him. Um, you know, Dr. Horton teaches uh, 101. He also teaches advanced research methods as well. And I'm currently taking a marriage course with him. He teaches child development, Siebold, all the different neuroanatomy, very interesting stuff. What in your brain does what? And another cool thing with that that I should mention, something that I got to do this semester, is actually look at specimens of brain. Sheep brain. It's kind of yucky, but Gross. it's cool. Yeah, it, it's yucky. Like but the sound effect, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's cool because it's like, oh, yeah, see this little thing right here? This makes the sheep do this. And the fact that it's just like something like a bit bigger than my fist and how you got a brain in your head that makes you do things and think. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's, this is pretty crazy. <laughs> I got a brain that's making me say these words right now. Dude, don't. 
<laughs> trippy stuff. It's like a Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> this is Joe Rogan. No. Inside. <laughs> it's really, it's really, it's really interesting. Jesse, like, can you play that back? <laughs> Jamie, 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 oh, Jamie. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, definitely do a good job of exposing you to all sorts of viewpoints. I mean, just look at the uh, classes available, and you'll see if there's something you want. And also, what is it? Um, independent studies. You can do that too. Um, that so if you want to specialize like in an addiction class, um, I know Dr. Throckmorton is offering. I think it's Dr. Throckmorton. Hopefully it is. Cause then I won't sound like a fool. <laughs> <laughs> I think industrial organizational psychology, okay. and that's another field. That's like if you ever watch The Office. Yeah. Toby. Yeah. You hopefully won't be Toby. But, <laughs> but that's what he does. But that's what he does. HR, human resources. So, cool. yeah. You know. Yeah. If you want to be Toby. No, you don't want to be Toby. But it makes it... That was kind of mean. But, like, you know, it's a lot better than that. You know? <laughs> okay. So, transitioning into um, a different subject, you are part of a fraternity. Um, oh, yes. Could you tell us about that? Uh, yeah, it's not as scary as it sounds. It's definitely a lot different from public schools. Um, definitely more of an opportunity to, to develop in your faith and actually do things, um, I guess, outside the stereotype. What's that one movie where it's like about – it's that old movie. Oh, about Animal, Animal House. House. Yeah, it's not Animal House. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just clarify worry, that. Mom and it Dad. scares a lot of people coming in. So, you know, hear me. It's a good time. Uh, there's definitely each – fraternity has their own groups i am a member of the adelpha co's fraternity that's very official the uh, greek yeah it's a it's a big word i don't yeah. know why we have so many letters but i'm cool with it <laughs> um we're more academic i'd say we win the uh most years most years win the academic award um but there's for the guys for the or guys overall? for the sororities the highest uh, gpa award um you're in a sorority yeah, I'm in a sorority. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to join one of those day one. Yeah, yeah. I tried to wow, trying okay. still, but they still won't let me. Um, but it's it's very enjoyable experience. Uh, find people you the main the main bit of advice I'd say find a group of people you like, and be their friends, and then go through with it. You won't really regret too much. Um, just make sure you, you know, understand the group and realize you know. This is a set of people that I'm going to be spending the other four years, or three, I guess, at that point, uh, of my experience at Grove City with. Yeah, and it's pretty easy. I feel like for a lot of people coming in, I remember freshman year, like it's everyone, there's so many, Greek groups is Greek groups and fraternities and housing groups and stories are kind of a big part of campus. Like I'd say at least, I mean, this is not statistically accurate probably at all, but like I feel like half of people it seems like are in a group. Or it another. seems, yeah. It seems oh, there's like, also housing groups. Yeah, between all of them. Yeah, yeah. So um, it is a big part, but like freshman year, like there's no way you're not getting invited or exposed to like come and like meet people in the group and stuff like that. And and there's a place for literally everyone, like no matter what kind of person you are, I feel like there's a group that you can totally fit into. Yeah. Like I'm not in one personally, but I, I feel like it is nice because you get to meet people yes. um, in that sense. And then it's like for people that are worried, like, oh, I'm going to school. I don't know anyone. Like. And you just meet, and that's like, it's just kind of like you just meet people that way. It's like a freshman. Yeah, there's so many people you can just, you know, go meet. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like high maintenance. You go to a rush event, you go like, say hi. There's usually a lot of people there. They have big events. They do big events. Some of them join together and do events. We usually do, if you ever watch Seinfeld. Yeah. 
you ever heard remember the episode festivus yeah, yeah. we used to have an event called festivus with a sorority the gamma Kai's, but i don't think we're gonna have it this year because corona the dirty dirty covid 19 yeah and also it'd be weird because we're going home early and it'd be before thanksgiving and nobody wants to have a christmas party before thanksgiving yeah That's we can way. just ignore thanksgiving <laughs> go straight to christmas yeah okay <laughs> yeah i think i'm doing a christmas party for the like the resident for like the ra staff on, on november 6th really? <laughs> yeah oh no that's so early yeah yeah but it's a good time highly recommend uh n- nothing wrong with independence either you know you, you can yeah. still be just as social I appreciate you uh, giving meaning to Zach and I's life. Yeah, our existence yes. is futile without being a part of a larger group. No, but you're you're part of my group. Love you. Aww, <laughs> I love you. We love you too, Liam. <laughs> um, so you kind of talked a little bit about, uh, talked a lot about psychology, which is really cool. Yeah. I didn't know anything about psychology, so I feel like I took one social or... Sociology. So I took a sociology class, and like that's been my exposure, so I definitely feel like I learned a lot more, and yes. now I... Kind of get an idea of that. It's kind of cool. Um, you talked about your uh, group um, and a little bit about like the people that you know on campus. Um, how, how have you? How have, I mean, no one listening to this podcast is going to know who Liam Hill is, but I feel like you're a pretty popular guy around you're campus. A well-known like human you, being. Yeah, like a little. Maybe I don't know. What do you think of the what? What is your experience been like the student body or like with people you've met? In general, there's a, a very diverse student body. You'll definitely get a little bit of everyone, even though it is predominantly a Christian environment. Yeah. One thing that's kind of funny, no, not to bash. Uh, De- Democrats are the one that are liberals, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is that, is that a, I don't know. I just don't like. I, I'm real political. Yeah, real political. It's, it's so the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, but the, it, you know, even though it's you know, this is, let's be honest, this is you know, pretty pretty conservative, yeah. pretty pretty Republican. Yeah. There's even a College Democrats club, um, but <laughs> a little bit for everybody. <laughs> There's a little bit of everybody. Yeah. Um, you definitely will get everyone here, um, not just I don't know whatever stereotype just throw it out the window. You'll find a group of friends um, for whatever group you're in. Uh, there's, I mean, I have a, I can't really say too much. I guess. I mean, the nice thing about most groups, too, even like fraternities and housing groups, is we're all willing to talk to each other. We don't just have like rival rivalries. There kind of is ones, but they're just silly. Not really. Yeah, not really. They're kind of just silly. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's kind of silly to care about little rivalries like that. Yeah. Like between the Adels and the no one. <laughs> we don't have. We don't have. We don't have any drama. So on a different. You know, going into a different direction. How has uh, Grove City helped your spiritual life and faith? Uh, definitely helped a lot. Uh, one thing you'll find in general is the people you surround yourself with is are are the type of people that will influence you the most, no matter what their views are. So you know, you hang with bad people, you're gonna do bad things. Yeah. I mean, you can be that. Well, there's no bad people at Grove City's campus. None at no. all. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I'm just saying in, in life, this is just general facts, uh, okay, so right. then I'll get into it. You hear it. that, Mom and Dad? No bad people at Grove City College. <laughs> Outside of Grove City College, Very all the all, bad people. All bad people. are all horrible. <laughs> um, that's why all the reason to come to Grove City College. Uh, located <laughs> in Grove City, Pennsylvania, across or Your near the Your child will be safe. Your child. <laughs> we actually City. do have high safety ratings. We have like the highest safety ratings. That is true. Which is kind of cool. Um, Sorry, I'm spirituality. Yes. We're going back to that. Uh, 
and you'll find yourself, uh, you know, surrounding yourself with a certain amount of a certain type of people. You'll become more like them. And there's a lot of Christians here, mm-hmm. so that's very important for your uh, religious experience. Um, there's a lot of churches to pick from. There's some Anglicans. There's some Baptists. There's some Presbyterians in there. What? What? Did you click your tongue at me? Like they're missing? No, someone? no, 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 no. I, I'm just laughing. Non-denominational. Yeah. There's some Catholics thrown in there. Yeah, so, I'm. I'm glad you touched on that because there is. I don't think we've talked about that yet on this podcast. But there is like a huge uh, number of diff- for for like every different um, denomination. Walk, denomination of Christianity, and like it's cool because even freshman year, like they uh, some of the churches bring school buses and like pick you up, like if you don't oh, have yeah. a car, or like now a lot of them. Um, like some of them will have like the students will like drive you there like i remember driving with like my ra or like other students and like they kind of like reach out and be like hey come to church with me so it's like sometimes it can be intimidating finding a church yeah but i feel like it's super easy here and people are always like trying to get you to go to their church like oh you should come to my church and it's like <laughs> it's cool because like it's like i left my home church because i couldn't go to it anymore because you know i'm at college but yeah it's like i found one that i like and actually over the summer, church yeah over the summer like i went to the church that i've been going to at school like i liked it so much and yeah. and like I've, I've gone to several different ones you kind of like test it out but it has it is i feel like it is an important people always say like it's really important to find a church when you come to school yeah, yeah. and you'll de- you'll definitely have that here um it, it's i would say bigger universities just kind of throw the idea of church out the window there's barely anything I mean, I've definitely, I have friends in some big name unis in Ohio and yeah, there's churches, but most of them are shut down or just abandoned, which is is incredibly sad, but you won't really find that here. Any denomination, you'll find someone that fits. I go personally, Grace Anglican, shameless plug, Uh, but we both do, Dawson and I. Great, great church, Um, but they all, they're all very inviting communities. It's just, that's what clicks the most for me. I remember, I, I don't even remember what church I went to, but they had like us fill out information, you know, to get to know more about us and things like that. And they said, what's your favorite snack? And I, <laughs> I put dried meats, <laughs> just <laughs> dried meats is very general. And they sent me like Jack's links, like the name brand beef jerky really? in my mailbox. Wow. And it wasn't like the little tiny snack ones. It was like the, the normal size one. That's and I was like, wow. I was like, whoa. That's really cool. That's yeah. epic. Yeah. And then my friend was just like, I like a three musketeers and I got like a bag of beef jerky, which is, I guess, relatively speaking, less bad for you than like a three musketeers and also more tasty. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah. There, there is a lot of um, great churches in the area and a lot of them have really big um, college uh, student population, like like what Liam said, we go to Grace Anglican, and that has a big student population. Um, what's your What's your church called? We, uh, oh jeez, Gateway, yeah, Gateway. <laughs> Which that also has a big uh, student yeah, population. Yeah, yeah, and it actually t- uh, has. It's, it's it, we used to do church at Slippery Rock, which is a university close, um, but now we do it in the theater actually. Uh, in the Guthrie Theater down the down the on Main Street, um, like movie theater, which is really cool to like do church in a movie theater. Just because of COVID, everything's really weird. But yeah, it is really cool, and I do feel like it's really cool. Like, it's cool. A, it's it says a lot about the student body and the school's commitment to faith. Um, just how committed the student body is to like uh, attending church on Sunday and how much of a and it's not only church on Sunday, it's like in the classes, in the dorms, in the fraternity, like you said, in the fraternities, like, you know, doing prayer groups together. like Bible every studies. Night. Bible studies. Like every week. Hall, yeah. Yeah, every week. Like that's mm-hmm. a part of the, even the Greek group. 
but it is cool a like seeing the commitment to people going to church because everyone's going to church on Sunday which is a cool thing not everyone but a lot of people and it encourages you to do it as well and it's also cool like having like Dawson said like that community like where it's not like you go to church and then you go to school and you have your two friends like it's the same people and like I walk to church with friends and I come back and we eat lunch and we'll talk about the sermon and it's just kind of a cool environment to have that um sort of I don't know it's just it's really nice yeah well even right now because of covid um the college and the local churches are really integrated and a lot of the um, lecture halls and other uh, college buildings are being used for uh, students to be able to go to church because of the um, capacity regulations Mm -hmm. on churches so the fact that the church local churches and the school itself are really integrated has been i think it just shows especially right now how uh, important that really is yeah. and it's not something you see at other schools yeah they even do live streaming like in the different buildings and campus like to maintain like isolation like isn't your church... not isolation like covid guidelines COVID yeah. Guidelines. yeah so yeah, like, like right now we're in uh, crawford yeah and, um there's a bunch of students there and we're we're able to actually stream the service and and they actually uh allow one of the professors is one of the priests at our church and he's actually there um giving com- communion uh, communion that's so cool um, so that we can even be a part of communion, communion with our uh the rest of the congregation back in the actual church building yeah yeah no no corona in the lungs only praise for the lord yes <laughs> <laughs> just uh yeah it's but they've been very good about that i don't there's been no cases um in our churches yeah. i don't think yeah <clears throat> so you're also a part of uh sga um, could you tell us about that and like how you became a part of it and what you do and anybody who's interested in being a part of that? Oh, yeah. Um, so student SGA, Student Government Association. Um, so I want to make sure I don't think there's anything bad I can reveal. <laughs> I just, there's there's some things that are That's private, not a good way to preface big. it. There's nothing. There's nothing bad that goes on. It's just some things are more private. Okay. Um, but. <laughs> He's laughing at me. So the, way, the way you said yeah, it. It's not, no, I just I don't want to say something that ought not to be said. Um, T. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, it, it's it's a very good uh, opportunity to actually affect campus. I mean, I was in student government in high school. It was just stupid. Honestly, we didn't really do anything. <laughs> it was like yeah. an excuse to like just hang out with a group of people. It wasn't anything. Um, and this is actually an opportunity to do something. So, for example, uh, when uh, groups, so like fraternities, housing groups, uh, other organizations on campus want to have events that maybe are larger and they require some sort of funding, they can come to us and request uh, certain amounts of money uh, to, for, you know, of course, specific things. Um, so maybe like food, and we decide as a Senate whether or not they'll get the full amount they request, whether they get many, any money at all, or maybe we'll say, you know, we want them. to fund them for only a certain amount because, you know, they want to buy something that we're just like, that's, that's silly, you can do that on your own, or that doesn't seem like it's conducive to the event. Um, so, for example... There's events like uh, the meet and greet, which has to be adjusted for COVID-19. The dirty, uh, dirty COVID-19. <laughs> yes, the dirty, dirty COVID-19. And, you know, they had to adjust guidelines for that. So even with events, there's, a, a, I think, like a, a COVID 
uh, group that they have to go through before they come to us and ask for money. And that's a big part of it is our weekly meetings. People come in for uh, requesting money and we work on it, deliberating whether or not we want to fund it, um, you know, reviewing the events from years prior if that has occurred and, you know, seeing if it is something that is worth actually funding. Um, another thing is there's subcommittees within uh, the Senate. So I'll just say there's, there's a handful. Of, I don't want to get into them because I don't know them as well as I know my own. But this is my second year on the Academic Affairs Committee. So we'll convey messages to the student body regards to academics, as well as push maybe certain ideas. Um, so, and also we do some smaller events relating to academics like Ed Talks, mm -hmm. instead of TED Talks, Ed yeah. Talks. It's just a small opportunity to, for some professors to speak about whatever they want in academia. And then um, we also help convey and discuss ideas or changes in academic policies. So one, you probably don't hear about it, it's not a big deal, um, has to do with HUMA. Mm -hmm. So the, our core here at the college, the required courses everyone has to take. And there was an issue with students who would just, they get in a class and they say, oh, none of my friends are here, but they're all in another section, I'll switch sections. And that can make it so like, uh, two different one, two different professors. One will have over the limit of like forty, whatever is normal for that class, and then one will have less. So that big discrepancy was silly. So unless there's an actual schedule conflict where like you have to take this class at this portion or this time, but your humans taking up that time slot, then they'll move you. So th that's really sounds kind of convoluted, um, but there. Are so definitely... you just you help with certain scheduling things, and you also help with just kind of the way certain things work campus, campus. life yeah, really. yeah well, well campus life but more of the academic aspect there's other ones like um uh i, I don't know i don't even know i don't want to say anything because i don't want to sound silly um but oh, no. there's definitely ones that deal more with the student body yeah. we deal with more with the yeah. academic portion okay, okay. Yeah. What's, your, what's your position in i'm a, i'm a, the senior senator of academic affair there's uh in each subcommittee there's uh Four positions, one for each uh, year, so freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, and then there's the president of that committee. So you're the pres? No, I'm just the senior. <laughs> but you could be the president. If I wanted to, I could have. I okay. mean, but I didn't want to. Okay. Yeah, it's just too much. I'm not into politics. I don't even know what a Democrat or liberal, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> okay, so we're kind of running out of time. Um, we always ask this. Uh, do you want to ask it? Yeah, it's usually... like my thing, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so you've been at Grove City for a couple years, um, and it's kind of become, you know, like a second home, hopefully, to you. Um, if you would, I mean, first of all, what did you call Grove City home? And if you would, what would you say um, about Grove City? Why, why do you call Grove City home? Like, what makes it home to you? What do you love about it? And what really makes it yours? Like, you know, how do you feel about Grove City and really take take it take a hold of it for yourself calling it like a second home yeah like what like what or, about the what about it do you love like we you mean just it's just when you think of grove city as home or, or why you love grove city what would you say uh probably the most important aspect in is community um that sounds so cliche it's kind of silly you know oh community but it, it is uh it is an incredibly important thing to be surrounded by people that you can get along with that have similar interests, 
who are motivated to actually do something with their lives. Mm-hmm. I definitely have instances uh, with friend groups back home from high school who are very unmotivated. Yeah. But, I mean, regardless, still love them. But I love my friends here, too, because I know I can rely on them. I gain, you gain more opportunity for social groups because of the sheer amount of extracurriculars, the amount of, of course, like fraternities, housing groups. There's a very good social network, you know, your church environment, too. Um, so you can definitely gain a sense of community a lot easier, especially with the smaller population. Mm-hmm. It's just a, a very enjoyable time, and you know, having these support networks helps you through the rough times. Study groups are a lot easier, and I've saved my skin multiple times, as well as the more religious aspect, finding a, a deeper meaning in life. And I know that I will take the relationships I made here and move them beyond college rather than just jumping straight into the workforce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's awesome nothing better than knowing you can leave with a rich community and relationships that will last you yeah. for a lifetime so yeah that's awesome well uh one more question i like to ask people um is there anything you'd like to say before we wrap up any shameless plugs or any final any... thoughts no. final thoughts or what do you have what'd you have for dinner tonight or like... uh i have buffalo chicken tenders they're pretty good do they're kind of spicy do you have like a slogan or anything that you like a slogan yeah a slogan that I live by? Yeah. Um, eat fruit? <laughs> I don't know. You can't make, you can't make, I don't know any slogans. I like that. I might, I might uh, take that. Yeah, it's a good to slogan. Heart. Yeah. Wear cool shoes. Um, <laughs> okay, I think you're done Wash your hands. Uh, <laughs> well, you heard it here first, guys. Wash your hands, eat fruit, and wear, wear cool, cool shoes. shoes. Hey, I'm Zach. I'm Dawson. Thanks for listening, guys. Join us next time where we interview another student. Um, um, got that ending pretty decent that time. Yeah, that actually felt really nice. Maybe that's how we should... The slogan. Yeah. I think my shoes are pretty cool. Yeah, those are solid oh. shoes. <laughs> one to ten scale. What's the shoes? A one to ten on what? Being bad? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> well, on, on, <laughs> on that okay. note, hey, thanks for joining, guys. Yeah. Uh, We'll talk to you later. Bye.